COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www dot patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday, 7 a.m., Tuesday, 9 a.m., Wednesday, 11 a.m., Thursday, 1 p.m., and Friday, 3 p.m., all mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Howdy, y'all. Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal, Massachusetts, heartland of America. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts, such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can also find me on Instagram at underscore I am Cannabis Sativa. You can find me on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod and on Getter at IC Sativa Pod. So, what can we expect with Virginia with the Republicans controlling the House of Delegates, but the Democrats holding on to the Senate and governor-elect, Republican governor-elect Glenn Youngkin having the governor's mansion and um, taking control of the, of the governorship, i.e. the executive branch of Virginia. 
So what can we expect? So we're going to look at a number of different sources and a number of different things to sort of give you an idea on what to expect. So let's get into it. Governor-elect Glenn Youngkid has said he will not overturn the state's law on legal possession and home cultivation, but he could request changes to the regulatory framework for business licensing and commercial sales. Virginia made history last year when it became the first state in the South to fully legalize cannabis, but a new governor and a reenactment clause in the law could bring changes to the original statute that the General Assembly approved in April. Virginia legalization law was somewhat unique. Karen O'Keefe, director of state's policies for marijuana policy project, told Cannabis Business Times, Virginia can pass laws that require reauthorization, meaning they don't take effect unless the legislature votes for them again, end quote. Outgoing Governor Ralph Northam signed the state's adult use legislation into law last spring after the General Assembly approved amendments to expedite the cannabis possession and home grow provisions, which took effect Janu- which took effect, excuse me, July 1st. And might I add and might I note that not a single Republican voted in favor of legalization in, in that body during during that time in 2020. Not a single, not a single Republican voted yes. So this, oh, well, it's, it's just as much Republicans that support. No, that's bull. That's bull. Let's continue. Under the current law, adults 21 and older can legally possess up to one ounce of cannabis in public and can cultivate up to four plants at their primary residence for personal use. Commercial sales are slated to start January 1st, 2024 under the statute, but until then, selling or purchasing cannabis outside of Virginia medical program remains illegal. We hear every day from Virginians frustrated that they can't even... Excuse me, we hear every day from Virginians frustrated that even though cannabis is legal for adults 21 and older, they cannot shop in already in the already operational medical dispensaries unless they're registered patients. Normal developer J.M. Padini, who serves as the executive director for the Virginia chapter, in addition to expediting sales through existing operators, it's imperative that the Commonwealth speed up the licensing near can of businesses. Delaying such only emboldens illicit market activity, whereas a regulated marketplace can provide can best provide for consumer safety and public safety. For consumer and public safety. While the July first 2021 effective date for legal possession and home grow cannot be altered by the general assembly o'keefe almost all said almost all the regulatory details about legalizing and regulating regulating commercial sales and issuing business licenses and taxation require reauthorization and will only take effect when and if the general assembly reenacts them or enacts a change version of them during this year's legislative session which kicks off January 12th. Virginia is also somewhat unusual that governors don't outright veto or sign bills sometimes, O'Keefe said. They can do both of these things, but they can also formally request changes to legislation that is presented to them, which effectively means the legislature can either sign off on the changes or the governor vetoes it or they have to override the veto. Since Virginia's adult use law is not fully is not yet fully enacted. O'Keefe said Republican 
Governor-elect Glenn Youngkin, who officially takes office January 15th, has a lot of power on the details of how the program will ultimately be implemented. Quote, though cannabis was not a campaign issue for Governor-elect Youngkin, he has made clear his priority to ensure Virginia's regulated markets competitive and thriving, Padini said. The specifics of what might look like must ultimately be agreed upon by the Democrat-controlled Senate and the Republican-led House of Delegates. If the chamber are able to reach a consensus and send a bill to the governor's desk, it would be at, at that time he might offer specific amendments. What those specific amendments might be is less clear, however. During a December 31st interview with Virginia Business, Young Kid said he will not seek to overturn the law on personal possession, but he did not rule out tweaks to other aspects of the law that are subject to reenactment. When it comes to commercialization, I think there's a lot of work to be done, he told the news outlet. I'm not against it. But there's a lot of work to be done. So he is going to tweak it. He is going to do delays probably on, on, on commercialization and adult use. Um, it's, they're probably going to make it less small business friendly. So it's probably going to be very like, like when it does get enacted, like it's only going to be the medical dispensaries. And it's going to be medical dispensaries that young Ken's like peers are benefiting from, even though none of them voted for legalization. I'm guessing that's how they're going to rig it. I get, I'm guessing... That's how Young Ken is going to probably play it. That's, that's my guess. Like, it's going to be just commercialized, pretty much. Just, just big business legalization. And, it's, you know, there's going to be just, there's going to be just a handful of, of them in, in, in the cities and the, um, and, and next to none of them in, in, the, in the rural areas and, and, and few of them in the suburban areas. It's just going to be very, like, again, I mean, I don't think it was going to necessarily be ideal if the Democrats had done it, but I think under him, he's going to delay it and it's, they're going to rig it. So it's only for the big businesses. Yeah. So they're just going to play. They're going to play games with the start time of, 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 the, of adult use sales. That's what's that's what we're going to see. But let's 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 keep going. When it comes to commercialization, I think there's a lot of work to be done, he told the news outlet. I'm not against it, but there's a lot of work to be done. There are some non-starters, including the forced unionization that's in the current bill. Uh-oh. Oh, man. So it's going to be big cannabis. It's going to be John Boehner running it, and you're not going to be able to unionize. John Boehner and other conservatives that were against it and they were that made money off jailing people. Um, they're going to make money off it and, um, and yeah, I mean, they're going to make cash off it pretty much, even though they were against it the entire time. And you're not going to be able to unionize and, and call them into account. John Boehner is going to make money like a, like a fat cat, pretty much his, his boys are going to come in and, 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 and wash Virginia pretty much. There, there have been concerns expressed by law enforcement. Uh oh! So there's gonna be so even though it's legal, they're gonna they're gonna like the they're gonna jerry rig this law so so minorities can continue to be profiled. So this concerns expressed by law enforcement. That's what we need to interpret that as. There have been concerns expressed by law enforcement in how the gap in the laws can be enforced. Uh oh! Yeah, that's what that's that's what you're gonna see. Those are shenanigans he's gonna have up his sleeve. 
Regarding the bill's social equity provisions, Youngkin told Virginia Business that there's a real need to make sure that we aren't promoting an anti-competitive industry. I do understand that there are preferences to make sure that all participants in the industry are qualified to do the industry well. Whatever the heck that means. Youngkin, again, that sounds very coded. Like, oh, we didn't want people that formerly had charges. Like, that's what that sounds like Like Youngkin is looking to do. He's going he's gonna to ice them out of legal weed. Youngkin added that he is all for opportunities for minority-owned businesses, women-owned businesses, and military-owned businesses. We also have to make sure that they have the capabilities to compete and thrive in this industry. While it remains to be seen what, if any changes Youngkin formally requests on legislation, O'Keefe is optimistic that his comments on minority and women-owned businesses means he wants to support these entrepreneurs through technical assistance and funding. I, I would hope that it would mean that he wants to support these businesses and help them thrive. But it might mean that he wants to have high capital requirements or something like that that makes it harder for smaller operators to get involved. See, that's exactly what I said like earlier. Like that's that's how, they're going to Jerry rig it for Big Marijuana for John Boehner and, and other conservatives that were against it that are currently making cash off it. Excuse me. Don't don't believe me on conservatives being against it and making cash off it. One of my one of my uh, sources in New Mexico said that the former governor that was that promised to veto any cannabis legislation and was deadly against marijuana and was 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 reefer madness all the way and loving every second of it. She was against legalization when she was governor. And now that it's legal in New Mexico, now she has investments in, in the new adult use industry now. It's just, it's just typical boomer hypocrisy. Do as I say, not as I do. I, I did this like a fish, like, like in the 1960s and 70s. But I'm going to lock up the Xers, the Millennials, and the Zoomers like, like potatoes. And I'm going to laugh about doing so. It's this typical hypocrisy. But again, I mean, it's just like that's, that's, that's all it is. That's, that's all they know, you know. Um, that's what they're going to do. They, like they were against it as lawmakers. Like Boehner was quoted as saying that he was unalterably opposed to legalization. And now he's invested in it. Now, now he, has, he, has, he has stakes in Acres Holdings. And, and now, um, what's the name? One of Trump's former cronies, Tom Price or whatever, who was the health secretary or whatever the heck he was. He has investments in legal weed now, and he was against it when he was in Georgia politics, from what I've heard. So, it's, again, this is typical boomer hypocrisy, and the faster we can push them out of politics, the, the, the better the, the big three are going to be, the better we will all be. While it remains to be seen what, if any changes, young kid formerly requests on legislation, O'Keefe is optimistic that his comment on, on minority and women-owned businesses means he wants to support these entrepreneurs through technical assistance and funding. I would hope he means... Okay, so I already read that. What it means in practice, it's hard to know for sure. We certainly know he wants to get rid of the labor provisions and wants to make some changes related to who's licensed and how. Many of the bill's social equity provisions do not require enactment, O'Keefe added. 
including language that sets aside money for a cannabis equity loan fund and law definition social equity applicants, which are business majority owned by those with prior cannabis-related convictions, those who resided in an area disproportionately impacted by prohibition, and alumni of one of Virginia's historically black colleges and universities, HBCUs. However, since the heart of the bill does not require enactment, a lot of the licensing and tax does. It could very well mean that even though it's these technicality, these the, these technicalities are in the law, it is a whole package that's going to be negotiated in the Senate, which still has Democratic control, the House, which has Republican control, and the governor, O'Keefe said. Virginia legislative sessions runs through March 12th, but the governor requests... But if the governor requests changes on the adult use cannabis legislation after the General Assembly goes through the reenactment process, the law may not be finalized until later in the spring, O'Keefe said. The bottom line is that possession and cultivation by adults is already legal, she said. The governor has said he won't seek to overturn the law on personal possession. He keeps saying this, per I'm not going to overturn personal possession. But he, but again, it's like he's putting, he's like making it seem like getting gutting homegrows on the table if he has both both chambers, which he doesn't right now. He only has the the House of Delegates and not the Senate. He's making it seem like he wants to do it. He's making it seem like he wants to he wants to you know um, get some Republicans and get some 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 conservative Democrats to overturn homegrows. It's, it's it's making it seem like he wants to do that. I mean, I, I don't know, but again, politicians will say a bunch of things and say and and leave out some things to be vague. So it's like, oh, well, I'm giving my it looks like he's giving his base what he wants when he's saying, oh, well, I'll keep personal possession. But then he's not saying anything about homegrown explicitly. Like it, it looks like he's giving like he's giving the base what he wants. Oh, I'm, I'm getting rid of that CRT. I'm getting rid of that marijuana hippie crap. Like it looks like he's giving his base what he wants. It's it, again, it's posturing. That's what we have to look at it as. But again, let's let's continue here. The bottom line is possession and cultivation by adults is already legal, she said. The governor has said he won't seek to overturn the law on personal possession. I doubt he could do so if he wanted to because it's already law and the Democrat-controlled Senate is still in power. And I don't think they'd reverse themselves because he wanted them to. But the details on how the regulated system will operate are still very much in question and haven't been signed off on. Any of that could change. End of article. All right. All right. So this is from the Canvas Business Times written by Melissa... Schilling, Schillinger, Schillinger. All right. So these are the bills proposed by the Republican legis by the republic by um by Republicans wanting to ban seeds and such. But I mean, again, you still have to. You still you have a Republican House of Delegates, but you still have a Democratic Senate. So you need both chambers to approve it before Youngkin can even sign it. So, so they can propose this, but it still has to pass through the other chamber. Let's look at some other stuff. Let's look at some other analysis. 
And again, he said some greasy stuff about cannabis, about how, you know, productive people don't do it or whatever. But we've had all these musicians. We've had car we've had all these musicians that have done it. We've you know, we've had you know, we've had all these like high achieving people like Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh Carl Sagan, um, uh, Michael Phelps, um Morgan Freeman, all these, uh, all these actors, Whoopi, all these, all these people have done it. All these people have have done it. Obama, like we, we can go on and on. Don't even get me started on Bush. Bush outright did coke. <laughs> so let's 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 keep it a buck here. All right. So this is another. This was another breakdown. And they're saying there there are some people that believe that 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 in Virginia that believe that that home grow is not going to get touched. That. Again, they can just play BS with sales or whatever, but like like I've been saying, but let's let's read this. Never mind, I won't be lazy. I'll break this down for my peace of mind. Since the provisions except 4.1 slash 600 through 4.1 slash 628, comma, 1100, 1101.1, 1105.1, 1107.1107 slash 1110, 1100, 112, 1100, 120, 1100, 121, 1302, plus some part to criminalization in repealing another law require reauthorization. These select numbers do not. I'll break down what the F each number means in the significance. 4.1 through 600-4.1-628 are general definitions plus the cannabis board. See to sale tracking for medical companies, etc. General stuff like that. 4.1-1100 are the new possession laws for people over 21 and over that legalize keeping your own. So that will stay in effect regardless, meaning that you might not be able to legally get it recreationally. Those who do from D.C. and make it back or secure it through other means will be legally possessing it once home as long as, I mean so I mean use your imagination via passenger pigeon I'm not gonna we, we don't condone anyone breaking laws here um so recreationally those who do from DC and make it or secure it via passenger pigeon or other means will be possessing it once home as long as it is it as it isn't over the weight limit. Here is the link. Okay, um, four four dot one slash eleven hundred and one is home grow. Is home grow. Four dot one slash eleven hundred and one is home grow, allowing each adult to plant up to four plants at their residence, etc. All the stuff we have now, which will continue regardless of enactment or not. So homegrown and possession are saying homegrown is not being gutted right now. Youngkin has not gutted it as 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 of right now, and it's not looking like it's gut, going to get gutted as of now. But again, he's put that clause in 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 the article that he, he's going to keep possession. He's 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 left that there. Oh, I'm gonna keep possession. But again, it's like oh, if I have a larger majority, I might do it, or I might try to strong arm some conservative Democrats a bit with the conservatives and the and in the Senate to try to torpedo homegrown and own the libs. I have a mandate. I got elected. I, I pulled this upset. 
you never know. You might he might still do it. It's still it, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. Thank God, I was really worried I would be at risk of losing homegrow. The prices for bud around here are too high. I prefer to grow my own. This law requires tagging your plants here is the link to it. 4.101.1 is adult sharing of marijuana allowing 20, for 21-year-olds to legally gift an ounce of bud in their private property to another 21-year-old plus. So even without reenactment, us homegrowers can legally gift our, our, our produce to each other. 4.11.05.1 is punishments for under 21s like fines, drug classes that will stay. 4.11.07 slash 4.11.110 are punishments for driving and using. Things like that, they will stay. Same with 4.1 slash 1120.1121. They are... Both penalty-based laws, too. 4.1.1302 is no search of seizure based on smell or odor of marijuana alone and no warrants given for smell alone. Evidence gained in violation of this is not admissible in court. And this one stays, too, and is relevant and is helpful to us as well. Here is the link. After reading these, my faith in staying this state is restored, and I am more at peace. It's unfortunate what happened, but I am able, but I will still be able to home grow and legally possess the herb. And I grow, I grow, which is why I moved to this great state, and I am now a new Virginian. So if you are a property owner, or you know people that grow their own and own property, you're still in the clear in Virginia. But again, don't get, don't grow complacent, folks. And I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up the episode with this. All right, um, I'm not gonna read this whole thing though. Um, this is what Virginia did under no no excuse me. This is what Montana excuse me, the state of Montana did um, when when adult use was voted on in 2020, and a Republican governor was elected, and the Republican lawmakers did their thing. I think I think I think there's a Republican. I'm almost certain there's a Republican trifecta in Montana. So, all right. So I'm not, I'm not going to read this whole thing. So following the passage of initiative 190 in November became illegal January 1st for adults to possess no more than one ounce of marijuana for personal use in the state of Montana. Presently, the only legal way to acquire cannabis for adult use purposes is to grow it yourself. Know, you know, know some people, um, get it via passenger pigeon, know a guy or a gal, um, the, presently, the only legal way to acquire cannabis for adult use purposes is to grow it yourself, traveling to a state where recreational cannabis is legal to buy and bring it back to Montana would break federal law. I-90 allows residents to have up to four marijuana plants of their own, but that will be reduced to two plants per person or four plants per household once HB 701 is signed. So, yes. So... Four plants was in the initial initiative. It got reduced to two plants under the Republican trifecta. So if if Youngkin increases his margins in the Senate, that's what you, that's what you might see happen. You might see a reduction in the plant count or it being gutted entirely. But Montana with a Republican trifecta, they gut they they reduce the plant count. Let's go into some more stuff right now. 
Residents who don't grow their own marijuana and who do not have a medical marijuana card will have to wait till January 1st, 2022, when already established medical dispensaries can start selling to all adults. See, established medical dispensaries. So again, this, 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 this Montana, this Montana law looks like it's going to be rigged towards big marijuana. So I think, I think you're going to see a lot of that with the sales in Virginia. Okay, so HP 701, so requiring that it's, uh, again, I'm not going to go too much into this. But again, this is this open container stuff, which again, I mean, nobody should be doing anything intoxicating. Any, anything, no, no one should be operating heavy machinery um, while intoxicated. That's, that's a given on any substance. But I feel like they're going to try to enforce this heavily on on tourists. They're gonna be they're gonna try to enforce this on tourists. They're gonna try to enforce this on Native Americans. They're gonna try to enforce this on people that look like myself and 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 Latinos and other 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 minorities that 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 that, see, that look like outsiders in Montana. I I feel like they're gonna enforce this open container stuff heavily. I I, I think Youngkin is gonna when he says when he mentioned concerns about law enforcement. That's that raises my antenna. And then also a um, HB 701. So there's like a cap on, on THC. I, b- I believe this is flower. So 35%. So those, you're, you're probably going to see Youngkin try to cap things or whatever. The Republicans try to cap things. Or him trying to, even trying to muscle the conservative Democrats to, um, to, to support a cap or whatever. We might see him do that. Okay, so I'm not going to read this whole thing. Da, da, da. As written in the, in the initiative, counties had the ability to opt out of the adult-use cannabis market. But HB 701 makes it so counties where the majority of people voted for legalization could opt out of the market, whereas, whereas counties where it was not supported would have to opt into the market. All right, so, I mean, so places, so places where the majority... Of people voted yes, you could still have you could still have people in, in a municipal council on a board of selectmen, aldermen, one older woman, whatever. You could still have a mayor that hates the plan, that hates the people that use the plan. You can still have a couple of aldermen that get it over the finish line, and then you can just have the mayor sign it, and you can have the mayor be like, "Oh, we need to delay sales. Oh, I I don't know what this is going to do to property values. Oh, I didn't know what this is going to do to the children. We need to delay it. We need we need more research. Yada yada yada." Someone of six people or, or ten people in in your town or your municipality, Montana, with an axe to grind. Can 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 over could could even though even though your city voted yes, can get go and overturn it anyway, as we've seen in a lot of legal states. So we'll see a lot more of that in Virginia, maybe. Who knows? As a result, okay, so I don't really need to read all of that. But yeah, so that's what y'all could expect. Um but I don't want to keep this episode too long. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Instagram at underscore I am Canvas Sativa, on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod, on Getter at IC Sativa Pod. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https.com 
colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.